Drennan's. Yeah. Only my mom knew when I when I pointed it out. Mm. These, she's like, "Oh yeah, the candles and the hmm. top thing." Yeah. No one else knew. <laughs> like they just thought it. My mom's like, "Oh, they probably just thought it was per, like a pretty it's design." Cute. Yeah, some pretty candles. <laughs> they are. It's very they, specific. That's like half the point of candles. Like every Jewish holiday, there's like candles, and it's mainly because they're pretty. Like, so if we wanted to create a new holiday, we just have to create some kind of candelabria yeah. type figure because mm-hmm. like kwanzaa is kwanzaa kind of too similar. yeah you get, um, the christmas trees have their lights and stuff right i don't know if that's part of the holiday but it's mm, it's, it's cultural christmas completely went left with it yeah they ignored the fire they're like okay <laughs> jesus birth of, of, of who we are calling our savior let's get a pine tree and light it up <laughs> Man, it's like October, and we're already talking about this garbage. Oh, God, oh yeah. man! God, speaking of garbage, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. Oh, this is I so good. This is... Go for it. Oh, I totally forgot about oh, this. Oh my God. Um, so funny. So yeah, just Friday when I was oh. leaving for Toronto, yeah. and uh, downstairs because we live in the—I don't think we've addressed this in a long time. We live in the same apartment. Well, we're neighbors, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not in the same apartment where uh, same same floor same floor yeah and um, outside there was a retro taxi cab just hanging out there's front a retro door. cab yeah. there was full production like set mm. people so plays I that running part. around yeah uh, cam different cameras extras mm-hmm. and all decked out in seventies gear and so I had to wait behind the door for a bit to then come out and then walk through which oddly I was dressed kind of 70s ish and I could see like people giving me double takes like, is she in the this st- girl miss her call time or like who is she <laughs> um, so then I kind of just like didn't think anything of it except for in the moment where I'm like hmm I wonder what this is what kind of is this Black Monday or <laughs> what what pe- what what's going on I've I, I'd never seen Would them shoot anything shooting? By our place before. Yeah, and yeah. I remember we were messaging about it. Yeah, yeah. You were like, "What would?" You were like, "Oh, they were shooting something." Like, yeah. Like, it just it surprised me. I mean, I where, where I work, I see I see film shoots all the time. Yeah, it's constantly warm. It like little pink slips throughout Brooklyn Heights. Seeing the stuff constantly, but seeing it right outside the door, that I, I there was no warning to it. And so yeah, I, I had no. I was, There's no posting. Yeah, I thought there was just a cool cab parked outside. <laughs> I didn't see all the production stuff, so yeah, I was, I was like, all right, sure, cool. Uh, you're like, wow, Jerry Seinfeld's really uh, getting <laughs> intense with his. Uh, Chanel finally got on Cars and Coffee. Yeah, it happened. There we go. Uh, but yeah, so Sun Sunday. Yeah, I'm perusing through Instagram and I see you know Saturday Night Live came out. Mm-hmm. And they had um, their Joker, the Joker movie remake. Yeah. But they did a sketch where it's the Joker, a remake of the Joker trailer. It's a reimagining. A real, yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, of, but instead of it being the Joker, it's Oscar the Grouch. It's, it's David Harbour as Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Yeah. And starting out as a, as a trash man who mm-hmm. then, um, you know walks through decrepit sesame street <laughs> and i'm watching this and i'm like i huh. i don't know this just seems so at home so yeah familiar. something about it something about it that street i'm like that's really cool that they are filming under beside a uh a, a train track yeah we live beside a train track huh, huh. Oh. 
<laughs> so basically what we're trying to say is this, and everyone's been sharing this video of Grouch, the SNL yeah. short. I've seen every artist, comedian, singer who, who I follow has like been like, oh my God, I don't, I don't even watch SNL anymore, but this is so funny. It was a great I'm sitting here like, oh, they all know where I live now. That's good. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's right there. It's on our block. Yeah. They, oh, but it's not, of, yeah. even, it's not even like it, because at first I'm like, oh yeah, that's our yeah. street. But I'm like, that is our Place. straight up yeah i don't it's 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 bizarre because whenever yeah. i'm not sure if you i i'm a very guilty of taking a lot of ubers a lot mm-hmm. spending a lot on that every time i ask them to drop me off i say drop me off under the sign the mm-hmm. blank sign yeah and you see the sign you see it's like in the, the first sign. shot yeah. yeah there's two different shots you're like oh my god but it's littered mm-hmm. the thumbnail trash. it's the well it is but even like the thumbnail of the video that's <laughs> so i'm like oh yeah that's the 99 cent store i know that one it's yeah. right there yeah no the it's you, I mean your joke on instagram was they didn't even have to like add like set pieces to this or yeah. props <laughs> The sidewalk is always this tonight. Dirty. Walking back, I was like, "Oh my god!" And we're walking into the, <laughs> into Oscar. On like, how set. funny is it that our play, like, hmm, location, mm. like the location scouts, like, hmm, mm. we're in new in the vast miles and miles and miles that is uh, the island of of New York. New York City. Could we set Oscar <laughs> the Grouch his trash origins? Where oh could god. we? Where? Well, I know these two Pin, pinned location, <laughs> our place, our apartment. trash. Ah, thanks. <laughs> good. Um, I mean, it was, oh my god, I completely forgot about it. It's so, it's so funny and so weird and not at all what I was expecting to wake up to on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, hey, want to see where you live? Hey, everybody, everybody, there's a there's this funny SNL bit where Oscar the Grouch is David Harbour picking up trash, seem like the Joker, and also you're in it, kinda. <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure, let's just go with that. Yeah, imagine if our rent went up because of it. <laughs> uh, you make jokes, but you and I both know it's that high... these things are fragile. Yeah, <laughs> they're delicate, and they they. Uh, mm. In post, they added in these Manhattan skyscrapers, the skyscrapers in the, in the background. background. Yeah. Look even worse. <laughs> like off in the distance, there's like these big gray towering. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, close enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just being sitting. Like, I was in Toronto at this at this point, sitting in, um, sitting in my mom's living room. Beautiful mm. sunny morning where we live in 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 Toronto. Scarborough is yeah. a nice lush area. We live near a ravine. And like sitting, the sun streaming through, and I show this to my mom. My mom's like, "That's where you live. <laughs> That's where you left here to live." Oh no! But I love it. Yeah, oh, Marley's vomiting. I'm trash. Oh, we're trash. Okay. We believe we're in trash. ourselves. We're trying, and we're trash. Um. Anyways, so speaking of storytelling and entertainment, our guest today is Yanni Smith. Yanni mm-hmm. is a uh, well, she's a filmmaker, uh, but we brought her on to promote her. Audio drama, Harlem Queen. Harlem Queen. Uh, I am a massive fan of the audio drama medium. I even tried making my own. It's called Doveport. Um, it's uh, it's it's so intimate and indifferent in a way that like podcast storytelling just it's it's the direction I think podcast storytelling ha- storytelling has to go. It, it's it the world of fiction and and creating these you know radio plays in a way mm-hmm. for the for the new uh, for the new generation of. Of tech savvy listeners, you know it's uh yeah, and I knew yeah. nothing about audio drama, so I learned a lot. You did no, but she that's... gave us a great, a great like just kind of a masterclass and like what 
why the why the medium is so cool. Yeah. And what made the production so different? And this conversation was really special because I, as you'll hear in the in the interview, I'm constantly trying to poke at a poke at a moment of desperation. But this is one of those situations where <laughs> you know you're trying and you're trying, and sometimes yeah. it just works yeah yanni's a yanni's a a wonderful confident you know uh, smart creator and she she's not the type to to let herself get stuck in the sad moments that's i mean she's she's not like she never has them but she's she knows what makes her feel and we talk about it at the end like she knows what makes her feel good and she's happy about what she has and where she's gone navigated around any potential obstacles complications Yeah. yeah yeah she's been she's been a very clever uh, creator in that way and uh you know harlow queen obviously go listen to it on patreon and all those things we'll do it all at the end too and also listen to other audio dramas i'm a massive fan of the medium listen to the bright sessions listen to limetown and uh, podcasts are more i mean not to diss our own part of the medium podcasts are a lot more than just like famous celebrities interviewing other famous celebrities in a booth somewhere it's more than that there's real intense creativity and and production value going into these things and i, I highly recommend them so yanni yeah. smith harlem queen hope harlem you enjoy conversation. queen <laughs> that was children the same dream i want to talk about Okay. Oh my gosh. Please don't put me on the spot about it. It was so long ago that I no, was. No, we don't need. I'm not going to quiz you. I don't remember okay, anything. I just, but, remember, I just love it a lot. Oh, you know? is that the one where the town disappears? That's right? Limetown. That's Limetown. Limetown. Yeah, yeah. Limetown is was this... the was like the radio was like the radio journalist thing. Oh, I... where she's like reporting. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The young woman, and mm. then the town disappears. And but is that the mm. one where they're listening to animals? They get into the minds of there's the animals. Pigs. At one what? Point, there's one. There's there's one bit during where she meets a man who apparently, in somewhere in the town, he had he had been part of a test that allowed him to like have a mental connection Mention with the with pigs. The, oh, and that right. was a. Oh my that god. That was crazy. Limetown, I listened I listened that, to Limetown. I, I need to start listening to I listened to Limetown at a bad time because I listened to Limetown while I was in Fiji waiting for the reality show to start. I was alone. You were on a reality show? I was on Survivor for two minutes. Went badly. It went badly. Oh my god. It. It Is went, that a fail? Did you already badly. talk about oh, that? Oh, it's the whole reason yeah. I'm here. Oh but, my um, god. No, but the whole I, I listened to Limetown because on my on my iPod I brought I you couldn't bring any like phones or something. That's so why I got an old iPod and I filled right. it with podcasts and music sure. before the game started just to wait it out. Because sure. you have to wait a little bit. Right. And Limetown was one of the things I listened to. Right. Ugh. Alone in the dark, Ugh. in a tent in the middle of Fiji. <laughs> what? Waiting for the game to start. I right. knew that you were Bad. listening to Mountain Goats. I didn't that know too. About that. that too. Yeah. But Limetown too. And Limetown is... It's dark. Limetown's dark, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's kind of dark. And I was... I'm a bright, sunny person. <laughs> I forced myself to be. And it was... It was when he started talking. The pig did the, the pig get killed? Yeah, and he, and he felt, felt it. it. And it's the most. Oh mm, my gosh! Oh, because oh. oh, spoilers for Limetown. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's been out for a long time. Yeah. I know. It is a very good show. Yeah. What that about one, it? Yeah. Did do you, what about it? Did you guys find the most interesting? That oh well, I think first. The stories. I was. It was kind of like a mystery. I think it started off as a mystery. It is. Yes. The whole thing really was. Yeah. yeah and she's investigating everything. Mm-hmm. And then every. So she meets different characters each week or each episode. And so I remember to connect the dots. To connect the dots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what was the one about the woman in the room by herself? So so yes. Yeah. The the second season or the third season. I can't remember what season it was. Mm-hmm. I forget how many seasons there were. 
you, you because the main character, the first one, disappears. Um, the second, maybe we're introduced to a new main character who the majority of that season is being uh, tortured, and you're Whoa. listening and you're listening to her alone being tortured by this person, having to recant what she knows and listening to tapes that she recorded because she was also trying to put together what happened. And it's this, Wait it's, a second. Yeah, is this yeah. the woman that she meets downstairs at the end of season one? The no. wine cellar type no, of that's place? No, okay. that's, that's, right. that person so, is part of the whole conspiracy, okay. clearly, because okay. she's, she's abducted from that, and we don't know where she goes. It's a weird, it's a weird show. It's, um, it's, it was the first show that I, the first audio drama that I listened to that really transcended the fourth wall. Um, it did not ah. care about like it was very much like we're gonna play this like it like it happened. We're gonna play this like it's real, like it's a real like the whole thing is presented as like a reporter tell, giving her findings on like an all like a radio, yeah. like an NPR style thing. Yeah, and it's um, it's 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 intense and it's dark and you you know these characters. You keep listening yeah. to it, just yeah. You want to find it's truly a thriller. It's really so do you a thriller. feel that yeah. you have more of an emotional reaction to a story when it's over audio versus visual I think for me at least it's the it's an ability to uh, audio allows you to transcend certain limitations of visual yeah. your imagination it, is your imagination so is playing right. part right. and also like when you have all the stimulus when you have sure. audio and visual and all these different things you're watching like it's easier to find faults you get oh, distracted well, by yeah. like uh, every time, little thing time out of you know Some, so set Prop or yeah, something. some background that actor. Car is, that the, car is not know. from 1940. Right, sure. exactly. I, I, I live in New York City. That's a sweet green, not a diner. Like, <laughs> right, that, yes, that kind of exactly. You know? Central um, Park is not close, that close <laughs> to like Riverside yeah, or exactly. church or something. I don't know. Well, exactly. In an, in an audio piece, when it's fully audio, like you, it, it's, I get that it, within that limitation, there's actually some, some, some more room for creativity. Because mm-hmm. you could you buy more, you believe right. more, and it's yeah. as people say, it's intimate because it's in your ear. So the if you the nuance of the actors' voices mm-hmm. are really draw you in. Um, the storytelling, like the storytelling itself, is re- for me draws me in, and how the story unfolds mm-hmm. and that really draws. But it's it's in your ears, it's in your head. Mm-hmm. So and especially when it's like psycho. Drama esque, mystery esque. It's All like it's down, yeah. it's oh, it's like it sits mm-hmm. with you. It's unsettling. I think that's the reason I haven't yet listened to audio thrillers, or mm. especially yeah. if it because I'm a scaredy cat. I'll admit <laughs> Same. it. I can't watch horrors, and just the thought of a, a terrifying <laughs> thriller just just me and my headphones mm-hmm. and my earphones and hearing the. the like you said, mm-hmm. someone tortured, or even just mm-hmm. a, a, a voice actor that's really good at what they yeah. do. <laughs> creepy voice. Yeah. I can't sleep. Sorry. For me, I, I, I recommend Alice Isn't Dead to new... I started time. listening to that. That's, the, that's my recommendation. I just started listening it is, to it. Because the whole thing is one actor. The whole thing is one person, person. and it's re- and she she it's her kind of recanting what's happening ha- as it's happening. Right. She's a truck driver, truck, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And uh, and so she does all the voices, and you can tell it's does her. She? Yeah, she does all. And don't get me wrong, like you can tell it's her. It's her mimicking. Jacob's blowing your mind right now. I know, <laughs> but it's so important. Like you know, in the first episode, I don't know how far. I'm, I'm like episode two. Okay, so in the first episode, there's yeah. there's this isn't really in this big spot. You know, she sees something happen that's uh, kind of supernatural. She's, she's a little gruesome. She sees someone. She sees this kind of 
pseudo person, this large, fumbling, monstrous man thing, literally just eat a person behind, mm-hmm. behind like at a gas station or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she replicates its voice in the way that she takes it. So mm-hmm. it's not some mm-hmm. other dude coming in and going, oh, right. gosh, I'm no monster. The, exactly. Right. It's her right. go. It's her giving that. And it's just, it's, it's, um, it's a stupendous performance. The whole mm-hmm. series is basically three seasons of a one really, really good actress. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's, uh, that's it's quite the demo reel. Oh my God. <laughs> and then she, she's no, I mean, she was like, a, she was on fringe. She, she's, she's, she's been around she's mm-hmm. she's a notable actor so it really mm-hmm. it, it shows mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And, and this all when did you fall into this when did you get compelled oh, to, to make your own so i started watching i'm uh, watching i started listening to alba salix that's that's one that um and the oh gosh alba salix yes. there was one about the tavern and uh there's another one about the tavern that's produced by the same people who make alba salix anyway mm-hmm. yeah so I got interested in them, and I, they have the different characters. They have the sound effects. Mm-hmm. They have, like, you could hear the birds chirping when they're outside. You could hear like oh. the people murmuring in the background when it's the ta- when they're in the tavern. And I just really got into. I'm a I'm a filmmaker. So and so. BC before I had children, I um, was actively producing my own films, and so now that I have children, I can't, and I have a child in college, I can't afford to do that anymore independently. So, this is something that's affordable: creating an audio drama. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cheaper. I don't have to get sets. I don't have to get makeup. I don't have to get props. I just have to get some good actors with mm-hmm. some good voices. Lights alone cost a lot. Lighting. Yes, <laughs> exactly, and it takes all day. Yeah, yeah. it takes a long time. Yeah, it I background acted for one for what two scenes of a TV show, and it took us thirteen hours to shoot it. Like, oh, yeah, walking back and forth on the same boardwalk, you know, right. it's it's really yeah, it's yeah. A lot. I yeah. I didn't so want crazy. to do that. Yeah. I didn't. I I mean, I love making films and mm-hmm. production, but at this point, I just wanted to get something made. Yeah. So audio drama was cheaper for me, and so um, I just thought, oh, all I have to do is write something and get some good actors and get a great sound designer mm-hmm. because I really wanted it to sound like um, uh, I wanted it. So my story takes place during the Harlem Renaissance. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted you to get the um, elegance and sophistication, sophistication of the Harlem Renaissance, like the the music and the heels on the marble floors, oh, you know what I'm saying? And sure. the clinking glasses of bootleg gin. <laughs> and, you know, and ah. it's, you know, they're going out to dinner, so I wanted them to, to, you to hear the fork on the plates, you know, things like that. The motor cars, oh. the Tommy, the guns. I wanted you to hear all that. Anyway, it, so. It all, it all adds up. It really It does. all, it yeah. really does. You yeah. have to, I feel like, if you don't have a good soundscape, mm-hmm. I feel it's very important. That's one thing I didn't want to skip mo- skimp money on is like mm-hmm. a good sound designer and getting the right sounds and not 1940s jazz, but 1920s jazz, which mm-hmm. there's a big difference. There's a big difference between, which I didn't know, yeah. Duke Ellington in 1940 and Duke Ellington, Ellington in 1925. I never even thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some cool Getting that though. nice yeah. grainy yeah. sound of records, like oh my gosh, that's you know, and then like Josephine Baker, I have some old Josephine Baker music in there, and nice. you got to get that grain of the record. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the walk on carpets, everything. Because a period piece alone, anything that you're shoot, that you're producing that where the story takes place back in the day is mm-hmm. is difficult. Yeah, and I couldn't shoot a period piece. I mean, this this is some this story is basically um, Downton Abbey meets Boardwalk Empire mm. because Downton Abbey takes place in 1919 mm. and. Um, Boardwalk Empire, I think, starts in 1919, like the night before Prohibition ends, mm. uh, starts. Yes, yes. Um, so um, I was watching both of those shows, and I mentioned this before on my other little show, um, and I was like, what's the black version of the show? What's the black version of Downton Abbey? And I was like, oh, we don't have kings and queens. And I realized we have Duke Ellington. Yeah. <laughs> we have Cal Basie. We have Empress Bessie Smith. We have Madam C.J. Walker and Madam Stephanie St. Clair. So I was like, that's it. That's our royalty, our American royalty <laughs> in Harlem, which at the time was the mecca of like black mm-hmm. art and literature and music and American, I yeah. should should say, not no, just black, yeah. but it's, um, yeah. you know, Americans, all Americans should claim it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. Wow. What, that's everything in a nutshell. That's incredible. I, 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 yeah. I, need, I need to listen, obviously. I, mm-hmm. uh, Duke Ellington is the best <laughs> uh, as a music nerd. But mm-hmm. I, so, so. <laughs> I, it's funny, you know. Most people, I, the Boardwalk Empire, just have like their big movie come out and everything. Most people like, who talk about Boardwalk Empire aren't like, "I'm gonna make my own version." Yeah. You know, more, <laughs> like, most people yeah. are just like, "Very fancy. I like it." Right. Yeah. No, but you know, I used to. The reason why I watched it is because it takes place in Atlantic City. I grew up in Atlantic City, oh. not, not in Atlantic City proper, but outside <laughs> of Atlantic City in the Boondocks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jersey Devil. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what that. Is unless you're from Jersey. Isn't, but, he like, isn't he like a little goat baby or something? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. don't yeah, yeah. say his oh, name. Go, oh. It terrifies me. Oh, it's goat baby oh I thought the it was name. a goat. No, but it's like, like a part goat, part man that flies in the Pine Barrens uh. of South Jersey. Like, it's a it real like a, thing. I thought it was like a Voldemort situation. Uh, no. He it's a real thing. Goat baby, goat baby, goat baby. I thought it was like, you know, it was a woman's like 13th child or something, exactly. right? She cursed it. And exactly. Like, like legs and ran away. <laughs> exactly. It's silly when you think about it. No, yeah. it's yeah. very real. It's but anyway, so you're from, you're from Jersey. I'm from Jersey, Jersey yeah, so yeah. that's why I was watching Boardwalk Empire. There you go. All right. Yeah. yeah. And so the opening scene, I was so satisfied because they had a sign of Hamilton, and that's where I was born. Oh, oh. Yeah, and I was like, yes, I'm going to see myself in this story, and I did not, <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> a little early. A little early. A little early. Yeah, a little bit. Missed you by a couple years. <laughs> right. So then I was like, uh, all right, so what's the black version of this? Wow. And so there we have it. That's awesome. So, wow. so tell me about the inspiration for some of the characters in the show. Where, where did you so? How, how did so, you how did you create their person their personas? How did you get the actors? Did you give them the direction they needed to? So the story is actually based on a real person. Harlem yeah, Queen yeah. is based on Madame Stephanie St. Clair, who yes. was a real person in Harlem. Oh, you already know all of this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now, as far as get, what's the next question? Just like how did you how did you develop the personalities within the world of your drama? Oh you know? yes. Like so, yeah. I'm sorry. You're good. No, you're good. <laughs> so a lot of the characters are real people. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah. And a lot of the characters are real people that I was able to find in clippings of old Amsterdam news newspapers from like the 1920, mid-1920s. So a lot of the dialogue, like mm-hmm. there's a narrator in the story, um, 
portrayed by Dennis Green, and he does a great job. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, the he's an there was an actual black man who had his own radio show at that time. Mm-hmm. So the things that he's that he's reading are actually clippings from the newspaper because at the time that was that was the radio. You would read the newspaper. Uh, <laughs> that was the news. <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. So he, that's a real person. Madame Sinclair is a real person. Dutch Schultz is a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the, the other characters are based on real people. So she actually, Madame Sinclair, there's a young um, guy in her crew that she kind of recruits in her crew. And he is um, like a white kid from the Bronx. And there was really a white kid from the Bronx in mm-hmm. her crew. So um, it was, honestly, a lot of the still characters were real people. The only person that I created, made up, um, was Stephanie St. Clair's daughter. She did not have any children. Oh, wow. But um, I thought, you know, one thing about the story is that she's so strong and so hard and she's so smart and she mm-hmm. like takes down the mob and she's dealing with all of these men at this time. I wanted her to have a little softness, <laughs> quote unquote softness, mm-hmm. and I thought that one of that, a little bit of that softness, would be her being a mother, because ah. I'm a mother. <laughs> so of course More you, very relatable. Yeah. So that was my way in, like how I got into like Boardwalk Empires, like mm-hmm. they're from Jersey. How I got into Downton Abbey, I have no idea, but I found, yeah. <laughs> oh, I found my own version. That's awesome. um, so yeah, having so, that yeah. contrast between taking down the mob and. Being a mother. Like, hey, what do you need, baby? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what, what mom's saying? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what my mom says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what were some of the difficulties of putting together the show? What were some of the... the, the Actually, um, it was... It came along really well. Knock awesome. on wood. I'm knocking on my head. <laughs> people, you cannot see that. Um, visual joke. Yeah, visual joke. <laughs> So it came along pretty well because um, the place where we recorded the Buddy Project was, they were great. Uh, he was great, Kieran. Kieran or Kiernan, I don't... The Buddy Project. Yeah. I always get his name confused. But it's the Buddy Project in Queens, and he was very professional. He was engaged. He wanted to do a good job. The audio sounded great. The actors, of course, sounded wonderful, I thought, because... They put. I asked them to put in a lot of time, a lot of quote unquote research for these parts because um, certainly for Madame Stephanie St. Clair, uh, Gabrielle who played Madame St. Clair, mm-hmm. but also for the other characters who played Dutch Schultz and there's Lucky Luciano and then there's Zora Neale Hurston and then there's Langston Hughes. So I wanted the actors to know who these people were. I didn't want to assume that they knew who they were. And fortunately, a lot that they all knew who these people were. But also the accents. Like a 20-year-old Langston Hughes sounds different than a 50-year-old Langston Hughes. So in my mind, I'm only used to hearing the 50-year-old Langston Hughes. I've known rivers deep as the, you know, that's one of his poems. (laughs) But that's how he would speak but yeah. when he was young he would say I you know okay I'm not gonna try it but he sounded like <laughs> a 20 proper. year old kid from yeah. Kansas which I think he was from Kansas mm. so um, so was casting a challenge then no it wasn't because um, I feel like everyone who came in I, I sent them audio clips 
And I feel like they all listened to them and they captured the accents there. I'm so proud to say there are like eight different accents in this series. That's really cool. Yeah, I think yeah. it's cool because it's New York City in 19, the mid-1920s. Of course, so, voices. Yeah, yeah, it's so many different accents. I mean, everyone's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think that they did a good job in um, listening to the samples and capturing those accents. Um, so I was very, I'm very happy with how everyone did. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's funny because I was just, I think I... I don't know if I showed you this. I, I, I've been thinking a lot about the mid-Atlantic voice recently, which is the, sort of the transatlantic voice, which is this made-up accent yes. that is kind of declared proper speech yeah. for film. And Catherine stuff. Hepburn. Exactly. Yes. Every, oh. the, the sound of a black-and-white movie, essentially, and yeah. probably Langston News in his Yes, 50s. he sounded like that. Exactly. No one, yeah. no one is... That's made-up. It's, it's, it's not a natural accent. It's, it's synthetic. Some guy in New Zealand decided this is the proper way to speak, and it kind of made, it's, for some reason, made its way into... Uh, it's the reason. It's the reason they all, they all sound like that in those old movies. Yes. Um, no way. Yes. And the idea is like it's so. It's like if you were to put an island somewhere between North America and the UK, like this is what the voice would be, and that's why you <laughs> yeah. hear it. So, and it's it's kind of made its way into like all the fantasy worlds, like you know, you're, you're like the like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Well, like that, that might well, sure yeah. a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like think about like you know, like a Lord of the Rings voice, like that kind of thing, like all those guys. Yeah. Like it's kind of British, but not. That's mid Atlantic, <laughs> and it, it's and that's and it's a, I've been trying. I'm really bad at working it's on it but it's very hard. interesting yeah. to, to go back and like use those as your reference yeah. points because it's such a specific time, time capsule period. of voice exactly exactly about. and yeah. one of the characters one of the actresses emerald did do that i asked her mm-hmm. to do a basically a uh catherine hepburn accent yeah. for because a young white woman in those days probably would have spoken like that. Talk and it was like, like, don't pronounce your R's. Oh, darling. Oh, you really are a dob. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> oh, let's go to dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. champagne. Wow. You know. It's all those vowel sounds and yeah. the soft R's. and the, It's all very, very soft. Yes. It kind yeah. of slack shot a little bit. It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. So where did you find your actors? Um, so a couple of them, I'm in a writer's group. So, which is great for a writer to be in a writer's group. I highly recommend it. It's the best thing. And so some of the actors were, are in my writer's group. Mm -hmm. Um, I put up a listing in backstage for uh, some actors. Mm -hmm. And then it was like for Stephanie St. Clair, um, I asked a friend who's a director who thought he might, if he knew of anyone, because I wanted to... Stephanie St. Clair was born in um, Guadeloupe, so she had a French Caribbean accent, oh. and so, um, and also she has to talk 1920s slang. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so I was I didn't really I wanted to have someone to work with that would be willing to you know go back and, and Gabrielle was great. We kept going back and forth with like sound clips and everything, mm-hmm. and I really believe she nailed it. And so that's how I found my actors. Awesome. Yeah, it mm-hmm. worked out really well. I didn't. I don't feel like I failed on this one. You did. Clearly, again. you did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy with it. Yeah. So this, this was your first try at this. This was my first try oh. because I just, um, I just wanted to like my thing is proof of concept. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear it. I just wanted to see. I keep saying see, but I <laughs> wanted to hear. Look at the files. Look at the sound clips. There's well, I wanted to hear how if it would come together. Like if yeah. the story made sense. If people would get the story. If people would understand what's going on without. You know, writing for audio is you can't just say, you don't want to say, oh, 
the door is open over there. <laughs> Janelle or Yanel? Janelle. Janelle. Ooh, Yanel's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I'm a Y. My name is a Y. Yeah. So people call me Johnny sometimes, even though I'm a Y. So I feel oh. like the reciprocal applies sometimes. Yeah. Okay, never mind. She's got a J-H, and she's, she's, we talked about it in the show at one point, she's, but you've been confused about your own name. Yeah, like I was pronouncing it wrong for uh, 29 years. Because <laughs> apparently, according to her mom, it's, it's Janelle. Janelle. Oh. Not, not Janelle, but Ja. It's a Ja. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Janelle. But she says that when I was in school, I said that I didn't like it, and so she's like, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that, but. But if you listen to any of the credits, uh, any of the outros of the show, I always pronounce it oh, Janelle, yeah, Dennis, Janelle. As, a, as, a, as an ode to. Attention to detail. It's important mm-hmm. to note these things. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm glad you got this right on your first try because clearly it's, it's, it's made a little bit of a splash and, and you're proud of it and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And, and um, I'm here yeah. to tell the story. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, that's, that must have been a little hard for you because, uh, you know, trying to find a way to express your artistic interest, you know, you, you've made mm-hmm. the joke yourself, you know, after children, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'd imagine yeah. that's, it's hard to find time for yourself. It is, it is, I'm not going to yeah. lie, I'm not going to front, I'm not going to be like super mom, I mean, I'm a super mom to my children. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, because I'm just awesome, <laughs> um, and my children are awesome, yeah. as a result of having an awesome mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was hard, it was, it's just, you know, I just really wanted to make something, and so it was difficult trying to figure out a way to make something to get my my voice out there, mm-hmm. my vision or sound or however you want to put it. So that was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I self-funded it. I saved my money for a year wow. because I wanted to. Whoa. Yeah. I, I, my daughter is an actress. My father-in-law is an actor. My husband is a performer. Um, I wanted to pay my actors, so I didn't want to. You know, ask oh, I thought it was going to go the opposite direction. No, what? <laughs> oh, you were going to say, oh, and then they all volunteered their services. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. I no, I I didn't want to. I didn't pay them much, but I wanted to respect their time and their effort and their energy. I That's great. That. Yeah. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that means a lot. It really yeah, does. and I hope some. My daughter's young, but she's going into acting. I would hope that someone would do that. For her. No, it, it's true. I mean, I, I've been auditioning for, you know, about two years now, and mm-hmm. you go on some websites, and there's some stuff that, you know, pays well, there's mm-hmm. some stuff that pays fine, and mm-hmm. there's some stuff that, you know, people are just like, ah, you know, uh, goes on, it'll go on your reel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I and I can't help but be a little, even, even as a new actor, even as mm-hmm. someone who's only been doing this for a little while, I can't mm-hmm. help but be a little bit offended sometimes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm expected to work for peanuts mm-hmm. you, you know I, even if I enjoy it like you you know if someone can enjoy any job they, they still want to be paid mm-hmm. you know, yeah it's, sure even if it's something mm-hmm. especially but and I, I'm, I'm sure they understood too as a self-funded project yeah yeah I hope, big, I hope yeah, yeah, yeah exactly not some big yeah, podcast studio compliment. no yeah. no and yeah I just respect yeah wanted to Respect them that Thanks way. for doing that. Yeah. yeah. On behalf of all actors everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. And, you, and you, want us, you, want us, you want it to sound like you put the effort in. Exactly. Yeah. And I knew that they had to listen to things. They had to mm-hmm. do some work. Yeah. Like, you know, they had to listen to audio clips. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's not right. I, was, I you know, I, I didn't pay them a lot, but I wanted to pay them for, for, for their time. You did what so. you could. Oh, oh, you're fine. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. So how long did you record for? How so it took season. us two six-hour days, really? and yeah, and it's four episodes. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be less, but it was 
More. More. <laughs> yes, it was more. It was a couple hours more. Yeah. And again, like, you know, Kieran or Kieran, Kieran, you're right. Kieran, Kieran yeah. at the Buddy Project was uh, very understanding. And so, um, yeah, and it was done. And then um, editing was quick because I had uh, Chris Manley edit. And then I edited the second set. And um, I just learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, that, how did you learn? Oh, you know, everything nowadays is so... Internet? Yeah, well, Internet. it's, it's <laughs> on the Mac, so yeah. they make it very, what's the word? Um, accessible. Accessible, but user-friendly. user-friendly like, good, yeah. well, you know, it's just, and I and then I could see, oh, yeah. this means that, you know, mm-hmm. and the colors and the bars. What programs did you use? I used GarageBand. That's it's great, right? Yeah. It's, it's funny because really? like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I can use Adobe Premiere, I can mm-hmm. use Audacity, I can I can use more Audition, I can use more advanced programs. But like, GarageBand is free and it really ain't bad. Mm-hmm. It really for mm. for someone who, who doesn't necessarily have to do too much themselves, like in the final edit, especially like it's a, it's a perfectly good program. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So it was it worked out well for me. But the sound designer, I don't know his name is Pete. I don't know what he used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I imagine it was more sophisticated I'm than sure. what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that's that. That's that's been nice. Thank you. How how about the distribution of it? How did you approach getting people to listen, listen. and mm-hmm. getting it out there in the world? Were right. you at that moment? Were you well, honestly, a little scared? No, honestly, I thought I'd put it up, and a lot of people would just listen to it. <laughs> you are magical. <laughs> no, no, but that did not happen. Oh. Um, no, 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 no. It did not happen. And I literally emailed everyone that I knew, um, like people I work with. I work at a public school in East Harlem. So, like, co you know, I'm not a teacher. I have too much respect for teachers to say I'm a, I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm a school secretary. But I, like, te- teachers I work, work with, parents, neighbors, mm-hmm. I emailed everyone. And just told them to. This is what's happening. This is this is out there. This is where you can check it out. A lot of people subscribed and started downloading. A couple of donors on my Patreon page, um, which was very nice. Wow. Yeah. And then so I started there, and then I started listening to marketing podcasts. <laughs> That's one does. And then I got on the Facebooks on yes. the FB and started um, just meeting people through there mm-hmm. and finding out about newsletters that promote. Uh, audio dramas Mm -hmm. and um, reaching out to them and asking them if they would consider uh, reaching out to you you know and asking you if you would consider it's a full-time job it's a full-time job yeah Yeah. anybody yeah no Mm -hmm. I get it I get it entirely yeah oh it's exhausting Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of times it's just getting lucky too it's 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 Someone who already has an audience being like, "Oh, I, I heard this," retweeting it. Yes, like, one look, you can put you can put hours of work in, and then exactly. like one person doing one thing casually can suddenly be like, "Oh, people are actually watching." Exactly. It's I mean, this works. list, I've gotten yeah. like a significant number of downloads within a week. I mean, it's just shot up like crazy. crazy. Wow. And I didn't know. And explain what the list is again. Oh, what is the list? The what is the, the list? newsletter? The newsletter. The list the, I just saw. Oh, oh, the, the oh, oh, the, oh, the thirty-two. There were like podcasts that you'll get a thirty-two thing see. online. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I went into the Google search. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's called. Oh, I can't find. I it. I think it was. I, I have it in my history. Oh, I can look. Um, podcast to okay. get you hooked on fiction by Will Williams. 
So little, it, little things, man. That's yeah. how I found. Yeah. That's how I found Lime Town. That's how I found. Exactly. Um, that's how I found. Sessions. Yeah. Wait, that, that's how you found it. So you were googling top. Uh, I, and I found hers. Yeah, just a minute ago. I yeah, it was out there. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's funny and, how it goes. Whoa. Yeah. And what's the one that was produced? Um, by uh, it, they turned it into a TV show. Homecoming. Homecoming. Gimlet Media. So, yeah. So I well, was Gimlet's listening to it. that, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. I was so engaged in that Homecoming's story. Nuts. And then yeah. I didn't know they were going to turn it into a TV to a television show. So I felt like, oh, I'm up ahead of the curve Same. because I just liked it because I just liked it. I yeah. like the story. Yes, exactly. So I was listening to that, and yeah. I was like, oh, this is so. I mean, the sound of the seagulls, like they had the sound of the bird. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. sound effects were just so, the sound design was it's so beautiful. really incredible. So yeah. I thought, oh, maybe this could be a way in. Yeah. This could be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And Gimlet, I mean, Gimlet's the prime example. Gimlet, mm-hmm. I mean, what, they just got bought by Spotify for God knows how much money. Like, mm-hmm. they're one of those companies that started producing high-quality content and have kept going mm-hmm. and haven't really stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and they're, they're the folks right now everyone else is looking at. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. Homecoming is... St- I remember listening to it and then, like, oh, two episodes and they announced the TV show. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, you know, that escalated quickly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So we ask all of our guests uh, what something that brings them comfort is. Maybe you've mm-hmm. had a rough time. Maybe you're struggling through a script. Maybe you've had a rough day at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe whatever's got you down. What's something you yeah. can... There has to be something that, oh, yeah. even momentarily, that brings you down. <laughs> yeah. be brought back up. Oh, yeah. yeah something, oh, yeah. something you can just consistently go back to. It can be anything. It can be personal. Gin place. and tonic. Gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> Gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, but after, that's after I have my G&T, after I go for a walk. Yeah. And go running. All right. I don't run. I walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I always say I go running, but it's really like a walk. Sure. Just fresh air really yeah, does a lot. Exactly. Yeah. And I do my jump rope. Oh. And I do my, I do my workout. And that, and I live uh, near Riverside Park. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just, it's like I know every nook and cranny of that park, the trail over there, like mm-hmm. every rock. I know to skip that rock <laughs> because I don't want to trip. Mm-hmm. So I'll spend a lot of time in um, Riverside Park doing my little work out there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. People really have been nice. getting really wholesome comfort things in the last couple episodes. Yeah, I feel like we're you know we first started out. It's like I, I like to go to parties. Or it's like I like to I like to yeah. you know go to the restaurant get the I think like the last couple have been like oh, I like taking baths yeah <laughs> taking the nice last walk. two answers have been bath uh, mm-hmm. uh, and what else did Jen say Jen Courtney said bath Jen said bath okay. and also something else and now we have taking a walk um. and jump roping <laughs> we, the next person is gonna be church I don't believe the next yeah. person is gonna be church so I almost and, said that but <laughs> seriously because my church is in the park. Like oh, yeah? Riverside. It's it's, it's, oh. right, well, it's like right across from Riverside. That's awesome. So honestly, I almost said that. But you know what? I just like to go because I like this I love this church because it's so big and you can just slip in and slip out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to talk to anyone, which is it sounds can be a personal anti experience. I don't even care. I just want to go someplace and sit down mm-hmm. that's warm during the winter and that people will leave me alone. And that's <laughs> where that happens at church. Sure. <laughs> and they have yeah. free coffee. I go in there and get a little cup of coffee, and I sit in there and I do my drafting there in the back. And if the sermon is good from once in a while, I'll listen, but sometimes I don't. 
And it's 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 nice. It's nice because you're around people, but you're not around people. You're not with anyone. Mm. So it's like a nice solitude. It's like nice quiet time. That is nice. Mm. Yeah. It is nice. I feel like my synagogue is not always like that. I feel like I have to talk to somebody at all. Yeah. I don't like talking to I don't wanna I don't wanna shake hands with anyone. I don't wanna talk to anyone. I just wanna sit in the back. Which is very un and you know defeats the purpose of going to a church, but I disagree. Oh, thank you. I I, yeah. I, I think I think whatever uh, places like that exist for you to use them in whatever positive way you see fit. That's mm-hmm. the point. I mean, yes, the community aspect is very nice too, yeah. and mm-hmm. it can be good. But like, it's also nice to just have a place where you feel comfortable. If that's not the point of a religious institution, then you're doing it wrong. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. Jewish studies minor. Um, <clears throat> But, uh, Pastor Derwin. Um, <laughs> been, uh, been, the rabbis Switch. have been trying to take me for years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. That's yeah. what I, it's, it's nice that you have like a little like your home, your park, your church. I do have a bubble. That's the problem. No, it's nice to have this. No, that's not the problem. The, the What is insane to me is that you are... You've crafted this pleasurable life, this pleasurable, wholesome life. <laughs> and you're still creating. There has to be something that I'm. Business. I'm still. I'm okay. still digging. Okay. There has to be. Well, I don't. I've. I've. Not to dwell on. We got it. No. Three yeah. Three minutes. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I've just. I've made a lot of mistakes. Like I've made a lot of mm-hmm. social faux pas and you know, professional mistakes. And so now I'm just think things out more clearly, I guess. Yeah. I mean, when I was young, I was awkward. I was ignorant. There was, this is pre-Google. I couldn't look up people mm-hmm. before uh, I went on a job interview. I mean, I, I was, this is one of my notes. I had a personal assistant interview years ago. And um, I get there and it's Griffin Dunn. Do you know who Griffin Dunn is? No. Exactly. You don't know who he is. <laughs> but I knew who he was, but I didn't know if I needed to talk to him about... He's an actor. He's okay. an actor and a director. He lives here in New York City. Anyway, long story short, but I didn't know how to talk to him. And so that, that whole thing about like, well, tell me about yourself and da 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 I didn't, I didn't know. That's the yeah. stupidest question. The internet like, is like a cheat, a big cheat code. It is. You can just find out what the person. Oh, they're in a sports. Oh, they're an extrovert, and then ma- manipulates the wrong word. But you know, what I mean? yeah. adjust I your communication style. Right. Adjust your communication style. He's on. This is us now. Yes, he is. Yes. Uh huh. I recognize his face. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's it's cheat code. We're all cheating. All of us yeah. are cheating. You yeah. shouldn't be able. I mean, to. I already right. feel like I know you do. Because I listened heard to you. You've been yeah. in my ears. Yeah. You've been in my head. There you go. So I've seen pictures of you. Yeah. So the social... alone. <laughs> <laughs> the audio, new audio drama. Janelle walks alone. Janelle walks alone. <laughs> the one episode podcast of Janelle making it from the subway back to her. Yeah. She stops in a Taco Bell and. <gasps> <laughs> no. No crunch wrap after 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> They're making the black bean one more expensive than this. <laughs> That's garbage. Download Harlem Queen wherever podcasts are found and support Yanni on Patreon. And if you enjoyed the show, tell a friend. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps word about the show 
spread like that infectious jazz music. Yeah, baby. And of course... Snapping off tune. <laughs> off <beat>. Up to... <laughs> and of course, make sure you're subscribed to easily download new episodes. <laughs> I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at SammyKappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A.com. And guys, Sammy's getting married soon. So, like, go, like, wish her congratulations on Twitter or something. Just saying. Whoa. Yeah. In December. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. And if you want, you can follow us individually at Janelle Dennis and Jacob Derwin. If you've screwed up or embarrassed yourself and are looking for help. Or pity. Reach out to us on Twitter or email at I'm Trying Show at gmail.com. And our team of crisis experts. It's us. We'll be more than happy to assist you. Reasonably happy. Thank you so much for listening. And in the words of Bessie Smith, I need a little hot dog on my roll. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, but you like hot dogs and it's 1920s and it's the best we could do. I'll take it. I mean, it's great.